Good morning, good morning, good morning. Would you take a deep breath with me of the positivity that you've been receiving this morning? Woo! It's so good to be here. You know, my name is Ben Rudrud, and I have the amazing opportunity to speak to students, educators, business professionals, and adults and kids all across the country with my message called Ripple. Everybody say Ripple. ripple. You see, everywhere I go, I want to be a positive ripple. And I want to say things that resonate with people in a new way, maybe. These things that I'm going to talk about, some of them aren't new. You've heard it before, but it can be a great reminder. So that's what I want to do. And uh, the first service was amazing. Look at this packed house. It's amazing. And I'm so excited to be here. I really am. You see, I came from Minnesota. And if you haven't noticed, there's many different reasons people move to Florida. <laughs> but here's the deal. This is one of the biggest reasons we moved here. We love Minnesota. Our family, our friends lived there my whole life, 42 years. But I'm here to tell you today, I cannot wait for winter. But I'm here today with my lovely family in the back row, and we, we moved down here in June, and it was because of some amazing people. We knew some people in this area, Hope and Caleb Wilkins, give them a hand. And then I met a man named Shuley, who was my realtor, who helped me get our house when we did not think it would happen, and it worked out perfect. And we're so excited to be here in your community. And the kindness that you've shown us. The people that I got to meet even last week, sir, you. I told you I'd get to know you more next week, but I didn't tell you what for. <laughs> Super excited to be here, and we're going to get right to it. You see, I travel the country speaking to kids, teachers, educators, adults, community members, moms and dads, and community night events at schools. And I get to go to a handful of churches throughout the year where I can fill my bucket and give you a message that resonates with everything you talk about here in this wonderful place. You see, it's called positive relationships. Nice and loud, say relationships. As I talk... I challenge you to keep your eyes on me as I walk around. Kids, keep your eyes on me. Adults, you too. Because for the next 40 minutes, I want to give you everything I have. I want to be exhausted when I'm done talking. I want to be exhausted and give you everything because you deserve it. You deserve it. So we're going to start. It's all about relationships. Number one, the relationship with this one. And then it's with each other. And that's what I focus on in schools. You see, I follow the rules. You yeah. hear me? Yeah. But I need to share my message. And it says, a new commandment I give to you, that you love one another, even as I have loved you, that you also love one another. John 13, 34. And that's all about relationships. Say it with me, relationships. Because I'm going to be real with you today. We wake up the same, you and I, we're not different. Every day we wake up the same, and maybe we look in a mirror, and you start to see words that you think define you, words that you think define you. Maybe you woke up this morning, looked in the mirror, and you saw sad, alone, upset. Maybe it was a word that you think describes you like tall or short, rich or poor. I don't want you to define yourself with these words necessarily. 
It says we must not define ourselves by what we look like, where we live, or how we're perceived by others. Instead, I want you to use good words that describe you every day. Because when I was younger and I was in middle school, elementary, I defined myself by how I looked, what I had or didn't have, and I defined myself with these dirty old worn out tennis shoes. Walked miles in by someone else before I got them dirty, smooth on the bottom. And after a while, I heard the comments on day one in school about how I looked, them shoes maybe. And then I started to realize and think, that's all I'm worth is them dirty, worn out tennis shoes. I'm here to tell you something, folks. I was wrong, wrong, wrong. Because I'm worth way more than that and so are you. Because when you wake up in the mirror every single day, I want you to see words like this. I want you to see friend. If I walked up to you and I said, I want you to see valued, it would make you feel good. I want you to look in the mirror and see awesome, beautiful, amazing, just the way you are. Them are the words you need to see, courageous. If I said, you're so courageous, it'd make you feel good. You see, this is me. When I was younger, I had big buck teeth, spiked haircut. Remember that was cool in the 80s? We are no different than our young students, our kids and our family, the kids that go to the school down the road. We all have that same thing in common, and that is how we feel about ourselves. I'm telling you, it's all about positive relationships. Right. And the bottom says, I'm here to tell you, you matter. Yeah. We don't hear that all through life, not all the time. Even you adults in here, the elders of this church, right. the young You middle-aged families, you kids young in the next building, we all matter. And you matter so much that they create this awesome inviting space for you every single week to give you praise, to give you worship, and to invite you to have a relationship with him first. But it's all about relationships. You see, you matter. Everything else in here is awesome. The technology, the rooms. But compared to you, it's all junk in the grand scheme. You are what's important. Every single one of you. You matter so much, I'm going to remind you how awesome you are. I'm going to remind you how special you are. Are you ready? Say yes. Yes. I want you to stare at your fingerprints for me. I can walk on this, right, Pastor? That's okay. I got thrown out of a church for walking on furniture once. (laughs) I want you to look at your fingerprints, everybody in here, young and old, look at your fingerprints. Feel them. I want you to know something. There are 8 billion people on this planet. Do you know you're walking around, that's the only set of them fingerprints? That's how special you are. You too. You know how cool that makes you? Planned out. 8 billion people. Eight billion people. And you mean to tell me, Corey, you're the only one with that set of fingerprints? Yeah. Yeah. That's how special and unique you are. And it's a reminder every single day how awesome you are. Because let's be real. I will be today. Life's tough at some times. And we need positive relationships here on earth. Instilled in from him. 
to make sure we're spreading positive relationships with everybody. But that's a reminder for you. If you're ever having that tough day, look at your fingerprints and say, wow, eight billion. Eight billion, you mean to tell me nobody else got them? Yeah, that's how special you are. Kids, I know you're hearing me. I'm looking at you. You are so special. You are so eight billion. That's a lot. I don't even know how many zeros. But you are special, and it's a reminder. You share with your friends in school how special they are. You don't need an answer other than check your fingerprints out, man. You're the only one out of eight billion. So I tell everybody everywhere I go, no matter what happens on the outside, be the best version of yourself on the inside. Right. Whew, does, yeah. does life get tough? Yeah. Guess what? Life sucks at some time. Say suck. You can use that word. It's a great word. But you know what? I believe in those moments, in those tough moments, positive relationships helps everything. So it helps. I'm going to go through and I'm going to show you what we talk about with kids because it applies to all of us. Number one, it says we all go through problems in life. Some of us, we have self-esteem issues based on how we've been treated or how we feel about ourselves. We need positive relationships from others to step up in that moment. I talk about this with kids. We need to teach our kids to be champions for each other, superheroes for one another, to help with that self-esteem and them image issues. But a positive relationship does help with it. The second one, I can go through these stress, anxiety. Real quick here, raise your hand. None of this halfway church stuff, all the way up, if you ever get stressed out. Yep. <laughs> woo. Now parents in the room say, woo, woo. <laughs> we get stressed out, do we not? Woo. The best thing for a stressful situation, especially when you know someone's stressed out, is just to walk up to them and say, hey, I know, I know something got you stressed out, but I got you. Take a breath with me. I got you. Stress, a positive situation. Anxiety. Anxiety is a big one. You got more kids in high schools across this country dealing with anxiety than ever before. The numbers keep going up, up, up. Say up. I believe positive relationships with each other. Positive relationship with God. We have to talk about it and be transparent in a way. And you know what? We got a transparency problem in this country. We can't be uncomfortable talking about these issues. Because it says we all go through problems in life. We do. Positive relationships. The next one, isolation and loneliness. That's a tough one. Uh, Are you already starting to see I'm a people person? (laughs) I love people. I have to have people in my life. One of my favorite things in the whole world to do is talk to people while I pump my gas. What, you don't? (laughs) Not in Florida? Well, it's going to (laughs) start. Here's the deal. I love it. I love it. If there's nobody at the pump, I'll drive around the block till someone shows up. And then I'll roll up and pump my gas. My wife hates it. Get in here. We got to (laughs) go. Honey, he's got an out-of-state license plate. I got to talk to him. The point is, I love people. I can make a 30-second conversation turn into something where I know you from you-know-who We met somewhere, talked to someone at so-and-so, and and hey, I know your hometown. I love to do it. I'm a master at a 30-second conversation. I love to say hi to every people, every person I meet. I love it. 
but it's all about relationships because I can transparently say in front of you, I need people in my life. And if I didn't have people in my life, I don't think I'd make it. You see, I have to have positive relationships in my life. I do. We all do. To some degree, we need people. And it's about all of us stepping up our game and putting positive relationships first. As I continue, real quickly, depression. Do we got that issue in society? Yeah, positive relationships. What about exposure to negative things on TV, the news? Raise your hand if you got littles under sixth grade. Would you ever let them watch the six o'clock news anymore? No. I got some some senior members in here like, no way, uh uh-uh. That's changed. The things we're exposed to at a young age, they create behaviors in us. And it takes lots of positive relationships to fix those behaviors. We're not supposed to be numb to violence. But we are. We're getting there. And I think positive relationships are needed more than ever. What about alcohol, drugs, addictions? We talk about things when kids are young. All throughout life, there's these problems. I believe it's positive relationships. I believe get to church where people will stand next to you, won't judge you, and pray for you. And say, hey, maybe some of them will tell you and be transparent. And they'll say, hey, we've been there. But it's about positive relationships. How about problems fitting in? That's a big one when I talk in schools. Be honest with me. Raise your hand if there's ever been a time in your life where you felt like you didn't fit in. Me too. Me too. Guess what I needed in that moment? was you. I needed you to step up and be there for me. I was already praying to God in those moments, and I needed you. He was sending you. It's a positive relationship. I could go through these home situations can be tough. Feeling hurt. Peer pressure. Woo! Now check this out. Adults, you keep your hands still. Kids in the room. Raise your hand if the peer pressure is a real deal in school. Be honest. If you see peer pressure, thank you, kids. Thank you. We see it. Thank you. We see it. Yeah. You don't have to be shy. We see it. Peer pressure We need positive relationships to overtake that peer pressure. So kids ain't making decisions that they don't want to make. And it starts with us and creating more positive relationships. It really does. Talking about it more. Transparency. But what about this final one on this slide? It says technology. Can that be a distraction in this world? Yes or yes? I didn't hear you. Yes or yes? Now, I believe technology can be good. What do I mean? I mean it's changing how we live. I mean we need you to be positive with your social media. Uh, we, need, we need your church to keep sharing positive message because they know they are a light in a dark world. But everywhere I go, i got to challenge you adults. And we got to challenge these beautiful kids to step up with phones, social media, and technology because here's the truth. Look at me, look at me, look at me. Technology is destroying the ability for our young kids to have a conversation face-to-face. It is. So what do I say about it? I say this. I'm guilty. 
I'm guilty. I use this phone. But I'm trying more and more to put it away, to forget about it in times where I should not have it out because I'm tired of walking into restaurants, even local ones here. And I walk into the beautiful restaurant to go get a good meal that's, that you pay way too much for. And people don't have a conversation there. I see everybody, 80, 90% of them under telephone. That is shameful. Say shameful. I've been guilty of that. I have. We all have. So I challenge you to put a positive relationship first with technology. Because here it is. This, this thing right here, it is a smartphone. And we've given it to you kids, our young kids, way too early. When we, when we used it as something to pass time. When we used it as something for, for them to do. But this is an access to an evil world. And a dear, beautiful friend of mine is watching right now, Kevin. Kevin Honeycutt in Colorado Springs, Colorado. He taught me these words. He said, Ben, this is a digital playground that we've gave kids and we've never put anybody on recess duty. Give Kevin a round of applause. So this is what I'll tell you. Be smart. Let's talk about this in a positive way. Because this is part of positive relationships. Because I'm sick of seeing this. I'm sick of being part of this. Here's what you do. Put it away. You don't need it out all the times. I got a challenge. And I talked to Pastor about this earlier. I said in the last service... How, how, I want us to be leaders. I can be a leader. Right. Start with a no phone Sunday, leave it in a car, leave it at home. You don't need it here. Now, I will say that this has helped more and more people read the Bible. Right. Well, bring the book on that day. Yeah. And show, show the community that you can pick a day where, hey, leave the technology at home. Because I'm telling that to school teachers. Because phones are a huge distraction in our schoolhouses. The bullying, the hate, the horribleness that's shared easily. The messages that kids can send on a social media website or application and poof, they magically disappear is disgusting. You you with me? You see, I believe this has its place in life. I'm guilty, I use it. But when I think about it, I, I get 5G down here. But I don't need 5G. You don't need 5G. I don't need 4G. I don't need 3G. I only need 1G. So this is the part where I walk around. I don't want you to say a peep. I don't want you to say nothing unless I call on you beautiful, amazing, talented people. I see you. Instead, I want you to focus on this picture of a young man on my screen. And I want you to look into this young man's eyes without saying anything. And I only want you to stare into his eyes and think about one thing that describes maybe how he's feeling. If you ask me, I'd initially, my word would be sad. I see sad. Now, I want you to think because I'm going to call on some of you beautiful people. And when I do nice and loudly, tell me the word that describes what you see. What is the word? Lifeless. Good word, my friend. He says lifeless. That's a great word. 
I see lifeless. What's your word? What do you see? Defeated. Wow. Good word. I see defeated. Get ready because I'm going to call on you. What's your one word? Oh, I see overwhelmed. One more. What do you see? I see lost too. But you know something? You know what I see? If I look into this young man's eyes, do you know what I really see? I estimate he's 15, 16 years old, just got home from school maybe, sitting on a sidewalk outside his house. Do you know what I see? I see every single one of you and me have multiple times in our life when we sat somewhere staring off into space, feeling the weight of the world, upset, alone, lifeless, defeated, sad, lonely. And I also see the one thing that I believe he needs more than ever is an immediate reaction to someone here for one of you or me to walk up to him and say, hey, I got you. Someone to walk up with their hand on his shoulder and say, no matter what you're dealing with, you don't have to tell me, but I'm here for you. I believe it and I see it. You see, it's all about positive relationships, being bold. Teaching our kids to be more bold than they already are. Say bold. Every kid, everybody in here, I don't care your age, should hear every single day these three things. I love you. I'm proud of you. You're so good at. Woo! You should hear it. You should feel it. Kids in the room, we love you. We're proud of you. You're so good at something. You adults, the same goes for you. And it makes us feel good. And it is a necessary thing when people talk with us. It's all part of this. It's certainly part of kindness. Say kindness. Kindness. This is another big one, but I got a secret. Check this out. Eyes on me. Do you know that you are some of the kindest people in the planet already? You are. It's you. You are. You're followers. You're followers of God. But we can all step it up. We can all do more. Yes or yes. Yes. I can be better with kindness. And it also says everyone has their own story. I got mine and you got yours. And guess what? I want you to tell your story. Talk about who you are. Share it with people. Share your life. Because your story is just as important as the person sitting next to you. They are equally beautiful, equally valuable, and it's amazing. My story is I loved Minnesota. My wife loved it. Our kids loved it, but we were done with winter, and it was truly divine that we're here. It was. We've met so many kind people, wonderful people. Uh, We love it, and now our story continues here. But it's all about positive relationships. We need it too. So a few things I want you to remember when you walk out those doors, simple things like support each other. Everybody say support. Support. Fire up now, say support. Support. You know someone needs you, just call them up, don't text them, let them hear your beautiful voice and say, hey, I wanted you to know that I support you. I'm here for you. 
The next one says, check in. It's the same deal. You know someone's dealing with something. Check in on them. And then what you do is when you see them, you walk up to them and you say, I didn't need nothing. I just wanted to check in on you because I love you. I believe you. You're amazing to me. And I'm here for you. That's checking in on somebody. How about being sincere? That's a big one. Say sincere. Sincere. Whew. Sincere goes with kindness. You've got to be sincere. And we all need reminders. Say reminders. reminders. If you don't think you need reminders, why do you come to church every Sunday? Don't judge. It's a tough one. Together as a group now, are you ready? Raise your hand if you've ever judged someone before when you shouldn't have. Me too. Raise your hand if you've ever felt judged before. Did it feel good? It hurts. Positive relationships fix that. So don't judge. And the next one I always got to be careful with. Uh, it says this, it says, we live in a world where we got to keep some complaints to ourselves. Right. Now, I, I don't want to get something thrown at me, but this is a big one. Think about it out loud now with me. I'm guilty of this. We live in a world where we complain about little stuff that doesn't matter. And it creates strife. It creates problems, heartache. And in the grand scheme of things, none of it matters. And I witnessed something a couple years ago. Remember when the world shut down for a period? I was in northern Iowa driving from school to school in the middle of cornfields and nothing. And I was so hungry. And like forever in front of me, miles down the road, I could see the McDonald's arch. Way up there. Corn, road, corn, McDonald's arch. And all I could think about was that new chicken sandwich. And I, <laughs> I can laugh, it's all right. I wanted something to eat. And I pulled in the parking lot at McDonald's, and there was 10 cars in front of me. And I knew it was going to be a long wait. Remember that period of time? And check this out. The lobby was closed, so you had to wait in line. And directly in front of me was a great big jacked-up diesel truck, smoke blowing out the exhaust pipes. And I knew the driver, who I estimate to be about 50 years old, this man was getting annoyed. He was getting impatient. And every time he could move six feet, this is how he did it. Vroom, stop. Vroom, stop. You've seen that, right? Slamming his steering wheel. Got to the microphone, the speaker box. And I watched him yell his order in, tell him to hurry up. He stormed ahead another six inches and waited another five, ten minutes to get his food at the window. So I pulled around the corner. I'm directly behind this guy. And something happened that I never knew I would witness. When it was his turn to pull up to the window, I watched as the double doors opened, and this man started screaming at a 15, 16-year-old kid who just opened up the window and asked for his money. He threw the money at him, screamed that he's wasting 15, 20 minutes of his day, he's got stuff to do, ripped the food out of his hand, and stormed away. Black smoke everywhere. But I want you to know something. I was shocked. I was caught shocked. And I didn't know what to say. I pulled up to the window. 
and I knew it was going to be a difficult conversation. This young kid opens the doors again, and I say, hey, buddy, I'm not in a hurry. I'm not in a hurry. And he said these words. He said, good, because every third person here with tears in his eyes is chewing me out. He's one of three 15- or 16-year-old kids that showed up to work that day at a multi-billion dollar fast food chain. You see, I told him, that guy's a jerk. Forget about him. You're a good kid. I believe in you. I'm just, I'm rooting for you. I, forget him. I said, I, I'm in no hurry. I, I'm not. I just want my chicken sandwich. But here's the key. I drove away and that ended our conversation. But I'll tell you, I promised myself I'd share that with every educator, every business professional, every student, every adult I come in contact with because it taught me a lesson because there's been a time in my life I've complained at a fast food joint for being too slow. Have you? Raise your hand. You see, I won't do that no more. I don't want to be the one who complains about things that don't matter. I got tore up over that kid. I dare you. I dare you to try that with your spouse at home. Uh, honey, dinner's 15 minutes late. I'm going to need to see your manager. And I want a coupon for a small fry. In Florida, you'll get slapped, I've heard, for that down here. I promise you, it's all about positive relationships. And it says, always believe in yourself. And to make the point, it says, be kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving each other, just as God in Christ also has forgiven you, Ephesians 4, 25. Is that not positive relationships? Give me a round of applause. Is that not positive relationships? It is. And you see... Time goes fast. I only got a few minutes left. And on my screen, I now show you a picture of objects. These objects are called hourglasses. Eyes on me. On my screen, I have beautiful hourglasses. Some of them are taller. Some of them are shorter. Some of them even have different color beautiful sand inside of them, and I believe they represent every single one of us. If I look close, they even have different amounts of sand in them. If I look close, they have sand running through them. And you know what? They represent us. You and I are walking around right now with an hourglass inside of us right now. Right now, I got sand running through my hourglass. You see, I want to be positive with every single grain of sand that runs through my hourglass. I don't want to waste any more on negative ways. I don't want to waste any on complaining about stuff that doesn't matter. Instead, I want to be as positive as I can with my grains of sand because here's the truth. You never know how much sand you got left in the top. You never will. I won't either. 
but you know that there's sand running through it. You see, my message is all about positive relationships. And yes, I specialize in working with kids in schools and educators, but my message applies to all of us. Because I see you, you're a superhero. You're amazing. You are beautiful just the way you are. You are so incredible. You are loved by so many people. And I want everybody around us, everybody that we come in contact with, using our grains of sand in positive ways. I love my job. And I love sharing stories and messages from experiences that I have in life. And most of them are pretty simple. And they have a huge impact on me. So I have a picture of strawberries. I love strawberries. I'm not big on fruit generally, but I love strawberries. And it says, the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. That's Galatians 5, 22, 23. You see, that's all about positive relationships. Everything in there is about how we treat each other. It's about the relationship that we have with God and the relationship that we have with each other. And I got work to do on this. We all do. But the strawberry thing's a big deal. Because we had a neighbor in Minnesota that grew the best strawberries on the planet, way sweeter than any strawberry boat that grows in warm weather. Them cool mornings make the best strawberries on the planet. And every year, my wife would make sure, get in line, get them buckets ready, you can pick them first strawberries up. And I'd go get eight, nine buckets. But the neighbor that grew them was an Amish man, and he had a wonderful family, him and his wife, and 15 or so children. True story. And I would watch that man pick his strawberries every season. I'd go over there early and say, hey, make sure you get me on the list. He'd say, I'll take care of you, Ben. And then I started to notice something. After I'd picked my strawberries up, every time I drove down the road, him and his beautiful family are out there picking strawberries. And they're picking them in the dirt, in the wet dew, in the early morning. And they got people from all over come to get his strawberries. But I noticed as I drove by, and as everybody else would ever drive by, he would stop what he's doing, sometimes stand up. He'd wave at every single car that went by. Everyone. His kids, his wife, they'd all wave. Sometimes he'd turn, twisting his back, but he would wave at every single person. And I got a kick out of it at first, thinking, wow, he waves at everybody. And then one day after strawberry season, I pulled in. And sometimes in life, we ask really stupid questions. And I asked this man, I said, I, I love your strawberries, but I got to ask you, I notice you wave at every single car that goes by, your whole family, you wave at every car that goes by, and his face just sunk. A man that respected me and I respected him, it just sunk. 
And then he looked at me and he said these words. He said, Ben, it don't take me any longer to pick my strawberries and wave at every single person that goes by. He turned around, he walked away. I got in my truck and I drove home. You see, the message was great. At a time when I needed to hear a simple message that spoke to my heart, because it don't take me any longer to pick my strawberries and be kind to every person on the planet. It don't take someone any longer to pick their strawberries and be positive with their neighbor. It doesn't take any longer for us to spread positive relationships with everybody we know. It don't take us any longer to talk about the pitfalls in life, the things that are difficult, struggles, challenges, obstacles. It don't take us any longer to do our daily activity. And it don't take us any longer to do it in the name of Jesus. It doesn't take any longer. That's the message I took. This is actually a picture of me and my Amish neighbor. There's no picture. That's supposed to be a joke. They don't take pictures. He knows I tell it. It's okay. That's a great joke. <laughs> but I love that man. I'm excited to go home and see him. One day I'm going to surprise him in the spring of the year and just go buy my strawberries. I'm going to just go home for strawberries. But the truth is, is it's a new day. Everybody say new day. New day. Every day is a new day. We have an opportunity to be better than we were the day before. We have a new opportunity to spread kindness. We got a new opportunity to build positive relationships more here and with God. So I have a challenge. I can be better at this. We need to make sure we're having these conversations with our kids and our students. Because our schools need you. Kids in here, we need you. You're a superhero too. And adults, we can be better leaders. I can be better. I can walk the walk better. But it is a new day. I want to finish by telling you I love you. I believe in you. I'm proud of you. You are so good at welcoming a new family into your neighborhood. You're so good. And I can feel you. Something in your life that's hurting. You're dealing with something difficult. There's a positive relationship waiting for you. Number one, with God. And number two, with someone in here. And he's just directing them. So from the bottom of my heart, thank you for allowing me to share part of my message with you amazing, beautiful, wonderful people. Thank you.